0: Corona Chronicle Session 21 with David Scott Peters. So David Scott Peters, uh, somebody I've had on the show now. I've lost track the amount of times, maybe four or five times. Somebody I really trust, somebody who always has specific actionable advice for my listeners. And he, he did not disappoint today. He. Uh, some, this is the first time it's been mentioned since I've been chronicling the uh, coronavirus that you should be setting up a 12-week a budget. Uh, we kind of get into that in today's conversation. We we talk about a few things in today's conversation: the state of the industry, what the future looks like, uh, and it's you know even the experts are kind of doing the the shoulder shrug right now. It's too soon to say. Uh, there's too many variables at play right now. We don't know what tomorrow looks like. That you know the government could can mandate something tomorrow that completely changes the landscape so it's just too hard to say right now but he does have some great advice and before we hit play on today's episode i want to give a shout out to the seasoned app the seasoned app was built exclusively for the service industry to unite community and during times like this we need community more than ever uh, and they're putting together some really great resources out there around the coronavirus uh, and it's filtered resources and there's a lot of just noise out there right now so if you want to cut through the noise I highly recommend heading over to seasoned.co that's co-c-o, not com slash unstoppable to get your free membership uh, again this is seasoned.co slash unstoppable it's available on iOS and Android and just cannot say thank you enough to the folks over at seasoned uh, recognizing my hustle over here trying to get you guys this information and uh, i just can't say thank you enough for their support Uh, and all right here we go david scott peters take it away good morning david scott peters how are you my man
1: doing fantastic i didn't know there were extra syllables in my name until every time you say it Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: um crazy times right now uh and i'm really interested in what you have to say over the past uh week i don't even know how long it's been over the past 21 mini episodes uh i'm going basing time off episodes right now uh there's been a lot of uncertainty um and hopefully uh, you can clear some of that up for us. I mean, no pressure. It's, there's uncharted territories. It's hard to say what the right thing to do is right now. But uh, right. what do you feel, man? Talk to us.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, it's sad. I, I literally I'm, I'm like most Americans, you know, we're sheltering place the best we can. I think I've been out of my house three times in the last uh, few weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I was in New York City for the show. The the restaurant show, the day after they declared a state of emergency. So I'm going to tell you, I was freaking out a little bit as I, don't I blame You me. know. Did, you know, did a show. Um, I, I guess here's the thing. We've got a new reality, something we've never seen before. It's devastating our industry. I've seen the memes where in the background, it's the restaurant industry on fire. And it truly is. Um, my concern is that most of us aren't prepared. We're a cash flow business. So as sales were here one day, the next day they dropped to here. We had payroll from when our bills, when our sales were here. We have, uh, we owe the the prime our, our broadline distributors for bills that were from here. But now we have the cash flow here, and most independent restaurants don't have the cash flow to survive that. Yeah. And now, now we're in a position where, uh, now we're, um, if you've been fighting the uh, apps, meaning the delivery apps. You got to have the top four. You got to have Grubhub, DoorDash, uh, Uber Eats, um, uh, Postmates. If you're in a you know in a big marketplace, otherwise you need to be on top four because people have one app on their phones. Which one is it? So you've got to get everybody in. Um, mm-hmm. You got to start doing online ordering. If you've never done that, you need to call your POS dealer. Like people go, well, who would I should have used? Whoever your POS system dealer says the path of least resistance. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like you can't have a three month onboarding process. It's right now.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm curious. I mean, I'm happy you're bringing it here already. Um, So, the the advice i was getting a week ago was stop the bleeding you know uh what are your big your biggest expenses whether that's insurance or employees or whatever go to where or or rent go to where you are get extensions uh lay people off furlough go to your insurance try to get new deals whatever you can do to lower your expenses as fast as possible do that that was a week and a half ago um i feel like that that frame of mind. If you haven't already done that, it might be too late. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at now. Giving people advice, like, what does it make sense to talk about? Uh, you know, time is our friend right now. And if you haven't done these things already, what are your thoughts? Is
1: it too late? Uh, no, it's not too late. Okay. I think, for the most part, this is the week that we're seeing the restaurants who um, really didn't know what to do and found that they they couldn't they couldn't get enough sales for delivery and to go and curbside. Like this is the week I'm seeing on LinkedIn and Facebook, the the heartfelt message from restaurant owners going, you know, we tried, but that's it. And, and, you know, there are a few, few segments in the industry that are thriving right now that have had drive throughs That's I mean, true. Yeah. I mean,
0: I actually have crazy. somebody coming on the show. I think either today or tomorrow, uh, Vans Burgers out of Olympia, Seattle, we're uh, sorry, Olympia, Washington. And uh, they're doing better than ever. Uh, yeah. You know, like they're, they're crushing. it. this is the time of year they start to open up and, um, they're doing better numbers than ever before right now. So for some people, it isn't the end of the world. It's, you no, know, um, the majority
1: of them. Yeah. Is. So and so, this, so that goes where the cash flow. That's kind of what your question is. Yeah. is So I've, I've created. So I've got a, a spreadsheet called Budget Builder MVP that um, I've now been doing webinars with different restaurant associations and other groups where I've adapted the bottom to create a 12 week cash flow. So your question is, do I defer payments? Do I negotiate things lower? Yeah, it's going to be shared pain. Yes, those are all yeses. However, for some people, if you don't do a 12-week cash flow budget, forget about the year. Like I preach year and let's put systems in, let's do inventory. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that stuff right now. It's about survival and it's about cash. Mm -hmm. And so people ask me, say, David, should I get a loan? You know, SBA is providing these really low interest loans. Well, I don't know that in that 12-week period, you didn't dig such a big hole that that loan makes life worse for you. So unless we put that together, we can say, okay, here's my, here's my reality. I was at $30,000 a week, and now I'm going to be 15. I was selling bottle beer, draft wine, liquor. Now I'm lucky if they buy a single bottle every 10 customers because we're allowed to do that. But, so I've got 100% sales in food. And then my labor, my salaried managers, I can't keep them as salaried. I'm keeping them. So now they're hourly because more than 50% of their job is hourly work. And I mean, I keep some cooks and I've got a couple servers like every bartender in the United States is out of work right now. <clears throat> There's no way in hell. What, where, what are they doing? Right. Unless they converted to server or some other position, like it just my heart goes out mm. as an old, old bartender. And then we go down and we say, OK, line by line by line, you've got to put in your bill, not not, not accrual accounting cash. My bill is due this week. And then powers do again four weeks later, and the powers again four weeks later. And you build this model. And then you look at the bottom, you say, ah, here's my cash flow. I've got the profit or loss based on cash flow, positive or negative cash flow. I've got the tips collected, I've got taxes collected. Uh, is it a payroll out or a payroll accrued? And all of a sudden, I've created at the bottom the ability for you to see where your cash is actually going to be in the 12 weeks. So now you go, Hey, I'm going to, by the end of the 12 weeks, so I'm going to be $4,000 in a hole. Oh, landlord, will you defer one payment? Oh, that was a relief. What if Cisco, I know you're hurting. You've got thousands of restaurants that are you know, about to stick you. Can I pay half my bill for the next three weeks? And will you continue to deliver to me? Cause that half may make a difference. Now you get to the end of 12 weeks, you see that hole you may have dug and you go, man, uh, am I expecting, am I optimistically expecting for the first time in the in, in our lifetime that a bailout from the government for the restaurant business, the hospitality industry? Am I believing that the deferment of my sales tax, the deferment of payroll tax, the deferment of of any other bills, will I be able to survive that at the end when I dig that hole? Now, not everybody's gonna dig a hole, but if you dig that hole, you can, you can, you can look at it and go, man, I should close or I should stay open and I should muddle through, or I'm going to this is actually an opportunity for me to restart yeah to give up all my bad practices yeah all the chum right it's, it's this is now the wake-up call start over so what I'm hearing from you is basically you know get
0: that 12 month a projection out find out exactly where you are this is going to be case by week Where are going to 12 Sorry, week, weeks thank you yeah uh, 12 week uh projection find out where you are and it's going to be case by case uh, how That's proactive correct. were you with putting cash away you know um, things like that so it's hard to give a general piece of advice right here I I think you got to figure out what your status is. That's step number one. What's your status? Um, That's what the budget's for. And then try to push the biggest expenses out as much as possible to loosen up that cash flow.
1: And the other part is we're kind of, as experts, uh, coaches, consultants, we're going backwards on what we've been preaching forever. Work on your business on it. Bullshit. You're going to you're unfortunately going to lay some people off, but you're going to do whatever it takes to make it work. So if you're back on the line flipping burgers for eight hours a day, you're out in the front as a cashier, eight hours a day, and you get eight hours to work on your business and you're not sleeping. That's the joys of being an entrepreneur in the craziest, worst time in the world. Yeah. But you got to do what it takes.
0: So we, we talked a little bit about cash flow management Um w- where do you see? Have you heard anything about the the state of the industry as far as are they going to limit delivery? Do you think is that a possibility? Do you think they're going to start start, uh, or is that a, a, too much of an important role to, to feeding our civilians that they won't do that? Do you think?
1: I, you know, I'll tell you this: I can't predict because every day it's different. Yeah, you know there was there was in the first two weeks, uh, day after day after day, the rules changed. Like I'd I put out a video on my YouTube channel saying, "Hey, here's here's what you can do to." to, to become better or survive this best you can. And I said, the date is, I think it was March 17th. Just know tomorrow uh, these rules may be different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just ever moving. I, I don't foresee that, that, that we're going to be comp- complete shut down on that because there's a couple of reasons. One is the economy, which is already just absolutely blown up. But the other is this, nobody talks about it drives me. In, I can't believe it's not a top, a top news story. So when I was a kid, so I'm 53 years old. When I was a kid, you went out to dinner once a week. That Mm -hmm. was a big deal. We went to McDonald's. I was like, oh my gosh, we're, (laughs) we're driving to McDonald's. It was a big deal. And then as, as years I got older, we got to 50, 50, 50% of our, our dollars went into a restaurant, 50% into a grocery store for food. And then we eclipsed it as a, as a society, we went up. Most of our money goes to restaurants. Well, that got ripped away. Yeah. There's, no, there's like, I'm not even thinking that people are hoarding as much. Yeah. They're hoarding toilet paper, but the fact of the matter is we're not set up. The, re- the, the grocery store industry isn't set up for the volumes of food coming. We've got all the food in the world. They're sitting in distributors. Yeah. Dying. you like, they're doing everything they can, but we shifted all the, all this, uh, this resources uh, and energy power. Yeah. Right. To, to a grocery store chain. And, and I, that's, that's, that's the big story. I don't I don't think we so what does that mean for us what
0: does that mean for us
1: oh you know if I had a crystal ball I'd I'd be worth millions at this point um I think (laughs) what's going to mean is it's going to be a harder road back like it's already going to be a harder road because every one of us who uh closed are reopening a restaurant we're rehiring we're retraining even if you've got some of a lot of the same people come back there's newness to it yeah everybody's got to got to get so now you need startup cash you need startup time and then the consumers have got to get to a point where they're no longer fearful
0: that's the other thing too like the coronavirus it's like we're going to hit a switch and the coronavirus is going to go away uh this is going to be a pendulum that slowly starts to you know swing the you know that 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 spread is going to slowly start to slow down. Then it's slowly going to start to swing the other way. Who knows how long that's going to take and who knows how how long it's going to take for our consumers to get confidence back in, in going out. Uh, Well, it's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Yeah. So the, the negative is it's going to be hard to start back up. There's a bigger negative. That's a positive for those that have their shit together.
0: Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of curious. I mean, we did, we covered cash flow management techniques, things we could be doing. We covered uh, the importance of developing a 12 week budget uh, so we can project and get an idea of what our status is. What can we, we be doing other than that? What have you seen people doing other than that that has been beneficial, aside from um, leaning into uh, delivery and things like that? What else?
1: I think the the thing that I've seen sweeping across the country, a lot of uh, members that I've worked with, they're putting in retail stores together like they are becoming grocers, delivery of groceries from fresh or fresh uh, uh, meats and vegetables to hand sanitizer, gloves, toilet paper. Yeah anything they've got they're surplusing they are they are trying to say okay we've got that for you well
0: like you mentioned uh, like all the our supply chains are geared towards restaurants so they can get access to resources they can right. become a local grocery store uh, right. and, like and i need to find out which co- restaurants are carrying coffee beans right now because i'm hurting for coffee i'll tell you that <laughs> much uh <laughs> but that is a good point and i think the mentality there is what is at the core of hospitality it's neighborliness it's 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 being there for your community and like that's what that's that's the best thing you can be right now as a neighbor to the people and, and
1: the it's how can you get some of that continuity revenue going some so i've got a member here a pork and a fork who i don't think I, I think you missed
0: uh, yeah you did mention i need to get them on the show i was not able to,
1: to make it happen. so they they're doing uh, they did a beta test I, I think they're rolling it out is a weekly meal plan okay that they're going to deliver weekly meals you know it's it's once you sign up for it it's coming here's your lunch and dinner and it's coming um you know we got to think outside the box uh, yeah we need catering to go we need drop-off catering we need meal replacement at this point you got to be as creative as possible we have a, <clears throat> a local chain <clears throat> not a chain, but a, I guess, a multi-unit independent here, Oreganos. And they are people, I mean, they are balls of all busy all the time, like weights. And my wife and I went out we're like, let's get something to eat. Let's go support a, a, one of our local independents. We drove by, looked like they were closed, saw that they were open, kind of whipped back. And here's this restaurant that's on a wait. They've got two cashiers up front, which probably servers with gloves on. They have a manager greeting us at the door going, Hey, we're, just so you know, we have wine and bottled beer at a steep discount. If you want anything, da da da, please let us know. So there was two cooks in the kitchen. So there was five people five people, and there was maybe in the half an hour we waited for the food to be made and what have you, we were right at the front door and then outside, maybe five customers. There was a DoorDasher, Dasher, an Uber Eats, and uh, three three of us, and that's it. And and I just I just wanted to cry because I'm sitting there going, here is a thriving. Thriving business, like they are on a weight every single day, yeah, and just crippled to their knees, but they 're trying to do their best, be creative, trying, find ways, yeah you know no
0: here 's one area um it's a little bit of a controversial topic just because the the question right now is what what's best for all of us right what can we do is is it better to like completely isolate so we can get a control over this thing and and shorten that period through which we have to you know collectively shorten that period if we all get aligned and we all pull in the same direction we all sacrifice for like a month right and just lock down or do we encourage people to to get out there and support the restaurants I um, there's kind of like a you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what's two the? Messages. Yeah, it's it's hard because you know, I'm almost my whole thing is I'm almost leaning in the direction of encouraging every, like a complete shutdown. And correct me if you think this is wrong, but I think that the the, the challenge right now is going to be getting out of this as fast as possible, which means we need to isolate more and more to have a better chance of shortening this effect i mean do you agree or disagree with that that statement
1: i think what it comes down to is where you are what what school you live by the one this is ridiculous or this is oh my gosh it's doomsday and i'm somewhere in between i like to listen to the scientists i don't give a shit about the politicians give me the scientists tell me what's going on Mm -hmm. whole purpose was flatten the curve get it we're still gonna have 2 million people get sick Like they're going to be infected. It's whether it hits here and crushes our hospitals or we can handle it. I mean, that's really what, from everything that I'm watching, I'm going, nobody's telling me that this is going to, we're going to be done in this two weeks. And odds are we need to ride it out. The damage, the majority of the damage has been done. People, there's going to be probably 5 million restaurant hospitality people out of work. There's going to be, I think anecdotally, 25% of independents are done. They're never reopening. Like this is, this is, it's just crushing. So if you had some bad things going, so if we've already done the damage, why would we restart and get a whole bunch of people sick? You know, uh, uh, that to, to, and really what we're talking about is our hospitals. We're not, we're still going to have the 2 million people sick. It's whether it's over this long period of time, right? The flatten the curve thing, or it's going to have spike and we don't have ventilators. I mean, I, I sit there and, and I worry about, and one of the reasons why I shelter in place for the most part, um, when I say most part, I've been out three times um i don't want to get myself sick i'm 53 had a heart attack i'm on the, i'm right on that borderline i don't want to get i don't want to kill my mom yeah like i i don't want to go i don't want to be the one who wants brings, to kill their mom like you know, <laughs> you know what i mean but, yeah. and so you know we all take it at different yeah. levels but i think at this point i'm going to agree with you we, we we've already devastated our industry now, yeah but then then make the pain worth it and yeah, sense, you
0: know, man. so, I mean, I think one of the, my big missions with trying to crank out three episodes a day is to get people as aligned as possible as quickly as possible. And right. I need to start trying to find out from people like you, like what is the alignment that needs to happen? Isolate, as much as possible, or encourage people to get out there and support their restaurants.
1: It's, it's well, very. Think what happens: you reopen and you've got somebody with coronavirus on your staff, and that hits the news.
0: Yeah, like you're toast anyway. Well, beyond like the your reputation, how many people are you going to affect? You know, like how you give it to one person, that that one person gives it to three people, those three and, people give it to nine people. You know, like that train That could be a massive chain reaction
1: the moral and legal responsibility we have to serve safe food, keep mm-hmm. our employees and our customers safe. Yeah. And we know as a tipped industry, people show up sick all the time and managers look the other way because like, I need that body on the line. I can't well, afford now- not
0: to work. Yeah. That, as the right. employee, like I can't take a day off, you know, like we live paycheck by cha- paycheck. Uh, And Um, shift
1: to shift for that
0: matter. So the latest um, numbers, I've been trying to read these numbers at least once an episode. Uh, I've been following the coronavirus like uh, interactive map. We're at 392,780 confirmed cases at this point. I mean, a week ago, that was 200,000. You know what I'm saying? So this thing is definitely exponential. Um, One thing I am curious about uh, is... The projection of the industry um you said twenty five percent of independents won't make it through this there's That's part anecdotal of me, yeah you know, and I hate to say like I want to see everybody be successful, but at the same time I'm really interested in how this is gonna thin the herd and what the state of the industry is going to be because like the strong will survive like how what do you you're shaking your head what are you thinking
1: because I've already seen this, yeah two thousand eight okay. Uh, no. there, were, there were two There were two times. It was yeah. 2008, 2011, mm-hmm. okay, where the week got taken out of the industry, right? Seen it. Been there, done that. What happened afterward? Somebody else went, oh, I could open a restaurant. And all those vacant spaces eventually got filled up yeah. and we expanded. Well, especially now with, with
0: that- all the retail going away, too. Like, there's such a drive for the need of uh, other, like, restaurants to be.
1: But where, to was it space? really that wrong when you think about it? You say. Everybody was up until this epidemic, this pandemic. We were having the best year ever. Mm. Every restaurant was up. Everybody was crushing it, like it was the best ever. And we have a glut of restaurants out there. So yeah, I think there's a thinning of the herd, but I, there's somebody going to come in and go. I've been dreaming about a restaurant. Yeah, there's an empty space. It's got equipment. It'll. Get we'll recover back up. for
0: sure. And there's going to be no shortage. Yeah. That's that's for for certain. Uh, but I'm curious about. Um, Who's going to take handle this better? Bigger franchise corporations or the smaller mom and pops? Well, that's oh, what comes. The,
1: the larger corporations they have, they, have, they have cash.
0: They have cash. I mean, but they also have a lot of expenses right now too.
1: Don't you think yeah, they're going to cheat through already, their, their reserves? They're making faster? the changes. Yeah. Now, I see number one, think about it. They're already buying food cheaper than we are. Yeah. They've already got multiple locations with cash, right? Ton of cash. And yeah, they may bleed, but they have the ability to say, "Okay, I can survive a month." And but do you I think can- it's going to be a
0: month? I mean, that's—I think that's the question. Is this—is this if this is going to be six months or or, or twelve months? Um, is it—is it, is it going to be such an impact on the bigger operations because they have such they're such hungry big beasts that they're going to consume well, all their cash reserves? But then you get the mom and pop who doesn't have much. And they've already lost everything. They have nothing to lose, so they're going to be able to recover much faster. Like what I'm do you-
1: still still waiting to see what this recovery package yeah. looks like. uh And I've seen all the things that say we as independents have to screen because it looks like it is geared towards the chains. It's geared okay. towards the big companies. Yeah, I honestly
0: don't know. I'm I'm really curious. I'm not an ec- uh, economist, you know, and numbers aren't my thing. um But I'm really just curious. Like I think it's right now, like. I need to start thinking about shifting the conversation. Like I think there's been enough information out there about what we can do in our business right now to survive this. Uh, now mm-hmm. the next question is what can we do for the future? How can we start thinking like how is the industry, how is the landscape changing? And how can we be proactive to start adapting to the, the new opportunities?
1: So, you know? all the, so what it's going to come down to is all the things that I've been preaching for since 2003 or independence. Becomes even that much more important. Systems, you know, taking inventory, recipe costs and cards, uh, scheduling on a budget, purchasing on a budget. I mean, the proactive management things like you've got to run a damn tight ship. You can't just wing it and go, "I, I have pretty food and I got good Yelp reviews.
0: Yeah. How often do we get to park our restaurant business? You know, and put it like, and get out of the you know get out of the business and work on it. Like it's like right, like it's like a plane. The analogy is like like running a restaurant is like trying to do repairs on a plane while it's still in the air. You know, and, but now we we got the we we landed the airplane. We put it in the hangar. Like what things can we work on? What what systems have we been putting off? What what thing like we can stay busy. That I think that's like if, if right now we're slowing things down. Like what can you do with your time? Well, now is the time to work on your business. So if you can survive this thing, you come out strong. Longer. I mean, would you disagree or, or agree with that statement?
1: I, I'd agree, but I'd put the one thing about as entrepreneurs and I feel it, you know, there's, there's, I, I've always had this, this idea that as entrepreneurs, and I think we talked about it one of the episodes we talked that as an entrepreneur, you can have one day you feel bad. You can cry and drink yourself to sleep. I don't give a rat's ass like, oh, woe was me? The, the sky is falling. It's what we do the next day that defines us. Mm. The problem is with this pandemic is it feels like nine 11. There's this, this overhanging dread. And 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 it's tough as an entrepreneur to say, well, okay, David, that's fine. I, I felt bad yesterday, but did you see the news today? And I got I got to lay off people and I got to and like it's this longer feeling of dread. And 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 to be able to battle that, we've got to do our very best. Because as restaurant tourists, we're eternal optimists to begin with. We always think it's going to be better down the other the, the other side of the meal. There's somewhere down there it's going to get better. And so we got to do our very best to whether you took multiple days to feel bad we've got to start doing those things it's it's that plan if you're shut down and you don't have money to do things you know go paint go put the lipstick on the pig do you know scrub everything yourself if you have to yeah but then start to look at my budget my plan yeah how am I going to come out of this yeah Uh, absolutely I think you don't yeah in trouble
0: the one mentality I've been trying to communicate to my listeners and to people too is that you know yeah business is about cash flow absolutely it's vital to our existence and our uh, survival but at the same time don't forget business is also about relationships Mo- oh, yeah. i would argue more about relationships than anything else uh and those relationships are continuing to go so your business even if you're no- you have no cash flow don't forget about the relationships don't forget about your community don't forget about the people that were there help. for you what
1: it's got to be genuine too you got to help i mean for instance well exactly like I was supposed to roll out a group coaching program, like literally the. I was, it was when it when it was we're shutting down city after city. I'm going and then state after state. I'm going. I can't. Re- I mean, how do we sell something to? Yeah, how do you take? Yeah,
0: time? yeah. I, I I'm currently in the middle of managing a, a mastermind right now. I'm thinking about giving a complete refund just because I know they need
1: that cash. You know, like right. so I've been out doing webinars and helping people and doing everything I can, anything I can to help because. If we don't, if, if our industry is not here tomorrow, I don't have a business later. Exactly. I, yeah, I've got a friend, a close friend of mine who has a secret shopping service. There are no shops. Yeah. Like his business completely shut down. I'm worried, man. there's no like,
0: restaurants open. My sponsors get their money from restaurants. You know, like I'm worried too. It's affecting everybody. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely um, uneasy times right now. So. But it
1: goes back to your relationship part. Yeah. If you genuinely care about people, go help them do whatever we can, kind of like what you're doing, your three episodes that we, we all in our own way, try and find a way to help our industry. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And, I, and if there's a silver wall ending on the other side, fantastic. If there's not, who gives a shit, just go help your neighbor, man. Yeah, I
0: feel you, man. So um, anything we have not discussed up to this point, any thoughts that you had that you want to share? Now's the time to get them out. We're trying to keep these episodes a lot shorter than the, the traditional one hour episodes.
1: No, I got it. I, I think really at this point in time is don't be on an island you know go out look at the restaurant owners, restaurantowner.com guys jim and joe they've got a resource page that's incredible get in touch with your local restaurant association they are doing their very best as the moment changed they are trying to find out the regulations they'll hook you up with insurance people hook you up with attorneys for because like i i did a webinar and i learned about the warn law warn which you've got to notify people. They're going to be terminated 30 days in advance yeah. or 90 days in advance. Yep. And you've got to notify three government. I mean, so the three government agencies. So there's, there's all this stuff we don't know. Yeah. So now's the time to go out there. You got time in front of a computer, in front of a TV, go get the damn information. Ignorance is not bliss. Yeah. And, and I'm people happy you're help. saying
0: that. Uh, I literally just recorded uh, when I was in Los Angeles, like the week this, this got to the States, this virus landed in the States. I was in Los Angeles and I had uh, Aaron Colby on the show who is like one of the, if not the best, uh, uh, employee attorneys in the nation, hour and 40 minutes covering employee hotspots. And we get into the Warren warren law or the Warren Act. Act. Yeah, that that was one of the things we discussed as well as another, I think. Who knows that? We covered 20 things. We covered 20 things that are worth that you should know about right now, including what's furlough what's layoff so it's a really hot conversation i'll be sure to link to that episode i was going to um, say
1: make sure because now we just piqued their interest make sure somebody can, yeah, can find that link now. yeah
0: if you guys head over to restaurant slash rcp for restaurant coronavirus podcast uh, i'm i'm uh, chronicling every episode right there in that one post this will be uh, episode tw- or session 21 so just look for 21 in david's name and i'll have the link below his session right there and uh, david i just realized we did not talk about strategies for communicating uh what's going on in your restaurant did you want to touch on that before we say goodbye
1: yeah i'd say the the, the biggest thing is if you're not doing social media uh you're in trouble like number one Rule of thumb, the most, most valuable thing you're ever going to have is your customer list, and you should be emailing them. Yep. So if you don't have an email list now, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we need to be on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or any other social media uh, that your customer demographic's on, and you need every day be telling them you're open. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have somebody, you need to go find a service that's going to help you.
0: Yep. Um, uh, here and here. also, on that that note of communicating, um, it's really important to communicate to your team right now. A lot of people are kind of hermiting up, being quiet because nobody knows, nobody has answers. And even if you don't know, and you don't have answers. Communicate that. I don't yeah. know. I don't have answers. But. I'm looking still and just, just let people know that you haven't forgot about them. Uh, keep that channel of communication going. And if, and if you're just too busy, make sure you, you, you delegate that role to somebody else. Make sure somebody's a point of contact for your people.
1: Well, that comes down to the one thing you and I agree upon in order to be successful. You have to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And so you got to lead your team. Yep. No matter what they're dying for you to say, here's a fire. Follow me out of the burning building. Yeah. I mean, here's a fire. We're going to run through it. Yeah. They're they are dying for you to lead.
0: I love it. David Scott Peters. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join me to share what you've gathered uh, about how we can best handle uh, this coronavirus and uh, bringing your positive energy to the table. I always appreciate you, my friend.
1: Thank you. And I appreciate you. I love what you're doing.
0: All right. Thanks again to David Scott Peters for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom uh, with us. Always actionable advice. Whenever I speak to David Scott Peters, that that advice today was do that twelve week budget, get that cash flow budget, know what you have. That will determine your decision. Uh, if you have more cash, then you can get a little more wiggle room. If you're if things are tight, maybe you got to start buckling down as soon as possible so you can give yourself some option and buy yourself some runway i think the other really cool thing that came from today's conversation is you know look look for ways to be of value to your community right now right now your your community might be suffering getting access to groceries uh the grocery stores are they can't handle the demand right now but we have all of these um supplies just sitting in warehouses, uh, you know, so that that food distribution, um, you have access to that. Uh, use your your grocery store at, or your grocery. Use your restaurant as a grocery store to get your people, your community, the things they might not be able to get at the grocery store right now. I think that's a really cool way to to be of service and just stay positive. Uh, work on your business right now. Uh, now's the time to you know do all the things that you said that you you didn't have time or you never had time for. Uh, you know. Start visioning. What's the future look like? It's important to have a vision. It's important to have a plan, uh, and just you know get to work. There's a lot of things you can do. Stay busy. I think that's the takeaway from today's conversation, or the takeaways. Also, we recommended a few resources in today's conversation. Uh, David Scott Pierce has his ca- cash flow tool, and then I'll also link to RestaurantOwner.com if you guys want to check out that resource. And before I let you go, don't forget to check out the Seasoned app. Head over to Seasoned.co. That's C O not com, but co slash unstoppable seasoned.co slash unstoppable you know you don't always need employees you don't always need a job but you always need community so head over to the seasoned to get your free membership to that community uh, it's available on ios and android and it's more than just community it's a it's a way to source and recruit uh, and find jobs so after this the wake of this all uh, it might be a, a good tool. Uh, again, that's the seasonedapp.co. And thank you for supporting the podcast through these weird times season that I appreciate you. And, uh, that's it for today, guys. Thanks for sticking around this long. I'll talk to you in a couple hours. Peace.